Good morning, afternoon, evening. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Varun Kapoor, and welcome to the Silicon Valley podcast, uh, the weekly tech podcast that we host on multiple platforms. And uh, you will be able to hear or connect with us every Wednesday at 6 p.m. PST, uh, where the idea behind this podcast is to bring technology uh, our technological, uh, you know, enhancements or products or, you know, anything that has to do with technology to the forefront. Uh, and also some of those entrepreneurs or uh, enthusiasts who have either been there, done that, or some of those people who really want to take it to the next level and are constantly looking for um, that kind of a little nudge. And uh, that's going to be the idea behind these podcasts. Uh, as part of today's podcast, I am really fortunate enough to have Sri Ramaswamy, uh, who is the founder and the CEO of a company, which uh, uh, had a different name earlier on, but now it's called Charlie.ai. And I would love to uh, kind of get her on the screen right away, simply because I really want to know, you know, on in this specific domain, fintech, or you could call insurance uh, uh you know in uh, domain along with the the latest advancements in ai uh, for people who don't know what's ai this will be an opportunity to know more about ai about the new technologies and how all the risk management as well as the financial management can be uh, handled so without wasting any more time let me get her on the screen welcome shri how are you i'm doing fantastic Thank you for having me, Varun. My my pleasure, and it's it's gonna be an amazing uh, you know session. Uh, like I mentioned, this is gonna be a podcast series. Uh, we will be available on multiple platforms, so I'm really looking forward to that as well. Uh, simply because a lot of people uh, have been requesting and have been asking to talk about certain facets or certain areas in technology and AI being one. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really humbled uh, that I could get your time uh, and we would be able to kind of cover a lot of aspects, I'm sure, around insurance, around AI and whatnot. But before I start there, uh, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, tell us who Sri Ramaswamy is, uh, where is she from and what has she been doing in the last, uh, what, 10 years? Uh, and not to forget, what is that one thing on top of your mind when you talk about this topic today? Okay, I will start with who I am. Uh, Sri Ramaswamy, founder and CEO of, of uh, Charlie.ai. Yes, you rightly said we actually rebranded from being called Infinlytics. And it was just very easy because that was the product name everybody associated with Charlie, the robot, you know, the... Uh, the cool looking robot more than Infolytics. So it was a no brainer for us to rebrand to charlie.ai in AI because that's what we do. Um, who, where did I start? I come from Hyderabad in India and I started my career uh, for a brief moment with hotel management and working in the hotel industry for um, I would say a year, close to a year. And then I moved into sales and marketing with um, Samsung. I was the first one to introduce microwaves in India with something called context-based marketing. So I won't say entrepreneur, but I think intrapreneur is probably the right word because um, 
you know, I introduced a concept of context to marketing to bring in the women out and to look at the product because microwave is is very, um, you know, I would say uh, more driven by the women in in the house. The decisions are are driven by them. So that's how I started, and there I learned a lot about data, and I got fascinated with data. And so my manager saw that, and more than the sales and marketing, he pushed me to do my further studies and you know really um, get into the data side because of, of the reports that I had created. So that's where the journey began with data. And you know today I'm excited. The one thing that's on my mind is data. Is uh, how is this data going to bring the entire world? together it's fascinating to see that insurance is not a silo anymore and the connection is data with other industries so that's really what's on my mind and after that i went to australia to do my further studies i started a small branding company there um, and then i sold it over there came back paid off my tuition came <laughs> came wow. to uh, came back to india for a vacation and i got forced into marrying so I got married and I came to the United States. So yes, it's an arranged marriage and I'm very proud of uh, my parents for that decision. Uh, don't regret it for even a second. And though it didn't sound though it didn't sound good the way you said it, forced into marriage, but you know, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, I was. I mean, it was, you know, it's everybody's on everybody's mind that, you know, arranged marriages are are not for um, this generation. But I guess, you know, I come from the previous generation now. I'm not in this generation anymore. But when it happened, you know, it was it was losing popularity. So it was like um, I was forced to get married at that time and, you know, forced into this concept of arranged marriage. But of course, I got the choice to pick the uh, uh, the person and, and uh, know him very, very briefly before I made the decision that, OK, if I'm marrying, I'm marrying him. So it was, uh, you know, I, it was the best decision of my life till today. And, you know, I think that's, uh, it goes without saying. And he's also, um, he's also uh, my co-founder and CTO in the company at this time. Wow. And uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. So that's kind of where it started. I came to the United States. I started working in the banking industry, continued my journey with data and uh, 14 years being in the insurance industry, when I first stepped into insurance industry, I was like, you know, I, I thought I was, I was in a in a caveman generation, and <laughs> really didn't understand how I would stick it out there. But um, after a few months and you know, few uh, months of working with data, I realized that it's such a huge opportunity of change, you know. And I am so proud to say that we pioneered the change of bringing natural language processing into uh, into you know the the ai concept of natural language processing into insurance i won't say to change insurance i would say to enhance insurance got it got it uh, so let me let me jump right into it uh, you know uh, you've used one word and you know even in the introduction i used that word insurance why do we care so much about insurance? Why do we, you know, worry about, you know, being in this country, especially in US, you know, we are constantly being, uh, you know, we constantly worry about a lot of things, be it car insurance, home insurance, you know, life insurance and whatnot. But uh, from, from a technological perspective and what you do at Charlie, 
you know, if you could walk us through, if you could guide us, you know, what is it all about and why insurance is so important and, and how, you know, we could talk more about that. So I will put it in plain, simple terms. Insurance drives uh, the world today. You know, the innovations you see in other industries, the connections it has with some of the uh, very basic things in life, you know, in, whether it's a house or when you, when you go to school, when you're, you're driving the car, when you're, you know, trying to uh, work in a company, when you're trying to do some innovative things, when you're even shipping and getting the ground, you know, uh, getting your things shipped to your uh, uh, industry. Everything, right from shipping industry to trucking to everything depends on, on having insurance. And right. that's that's what gives you a comfort zone. And I think, you know, it's um, it's it's time that people just step in and realize that you're you're actually feeling a lot more relaxed is because you have insurance. Insurance protects you against that that fear of losing everything. And it's a very, very complicated industry. People think it's it's so easy, you know, I never get paid. I, you know, it's they're all meant there to just make money, but Maybe, you know, that's every industry is here to make money. Yeah. But insurance is complicated because it is part of our daily lives. It will be part of daily lives. There is, I think, no doubt about it. I think the way we interact with insurance might change. And definitely the expectations that we are having from the insurance companies are changing. And I think that's really where charlie.ai comes into play is how can we impact how, you know, how communities are staying together, how communities come together and how communities are, are better, I would say, integrated with insurance. And it's, it's very important. And if you, um, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll kind of talk through this uh, in, the, in the next few minutes. Correct. It's also important to understand the impact, you know, it has when you don't understand uh, where the, uh, the the fraud goes, why there's so much litigation in the insurance, why there is so much, uh, there is fraud, and why there is so much of, um, I would say, negative feeling towards insurance. And all those, you know, things will affect and impact the future. So I think it's time for all of us to come together and understand that this is a very complicated industry. It's a regulated industry. It's very, very complicated. It's purely financial. And it also is an art to an extent. So we'll talk more about claims and I will explain why, but that's where Charlie comes into play. And Charlie is here to uh, impact that journey that you know uh, consumers like you and I have with our insurance company and how insurance company can continue to stay profitable and help us. Got it, got it. So, you know, without wasting time, let's get into, you know, what is Charlie? Uh, dot uh, ai all about what do you do and uh, you know how maybe potentially uh, you know um, out of end of the session uh, you know maybe you guys can help me save more money on insurance uh, you know <laughs> uh, so let's let's jump right into it um, do you want me to uh, put it on the screen now yes please here we go so i wanted to go back to the movie i think it came in the 80s um, it's called rush hour i don't know if you know, and people watched it. So it's, um, it, you know, it, it's a very famous dialogue there between Lee, who is, of course, Jackie Chan and, and Cardo, who is, um, you know, uh, the uh, Chris Tucker. And one of the things he says is like, um, 
he says, I like to let people talk who like to talk. And he says, it makes it easier to find out how full of S-H-I-T they are. And, you know, I think this is so important and this is relevant, promise me, this is relevant to what we do because we are all about natural language processing. It is so important to understand the story. And, you know, claims is full of stories. Claims is ultimately a financial decision, but it is based on stories. It is based on understanding, interpreting, and then making a decision of whether somebody should be paid or not. Why does this impact? Because, you know, insurance is a pool of money. You're, you're basically, it's a, it's a very, it's the most community-based business that you can think of because, you know, you're all pooling money and, you know, you're basically um, making somebody whole when they have a loss. And whether the person should be paid or not is a decision, is a financial decision that can impact the rest of the people in the pool. So I would say this is the most community-based uh, industry that, you know, you can ever see. And that's why it's important to keep it, you know, in, uh, to keep it going and to keep it evolving. And, uh, you know, that's where we come in. If you look at from plain numbers uh, perspective, today the industry loses more than $150 billion in annually, you know, towards fraud litigation and, um, you know, making those decisions in your claims which you know, goes towards loss expenses. Now, I want to point out one thing in this is that all this loss is, again, coming back to people in the pool, which are consumers like you and I. So there are two things that happen. Either the company just withdraws and they don't you know, give policies, they don't cover those areas. You're seeing this with the fires and a lot of the um, natural disasters that are happening and companies are pulling out of some, some, some areas and they don't want to cover it anymore. So that's one, you know, repercussion and, and that's happening because of natural disasters, but it's also, you know, because of the losses, the amount of losses that it brings in. And the second thing is, you know, you will see a, an increase in premiums. And that's, that's you know, those are um, the most probable two things that can happen because of uh, losses that you see. Some are preventable because they're predictable, some are not. You know, some are just the way it is. You know, it's just, it's just why you have insurance. Yep. And so that's, and then if you look at what COVID has done to the industry, and it is, uh, it's lost a lot of uh, very important domain skills. It's created a lot of skills gap. Not many young people want to join the the industry. So that leaves a even more huge of a, of a skills gap. And the costs are rising. So if the company wants to stay profitable and cover all the areas and offer you different products, you know, you, you need to make sure that the company stays profitable and their operating expenses are, are lowered. And why does this matter? You know, this is, this is all going back to that story I was talking to you about. It all starts with a claim. And that's the reason we all buy insurance. So when the claim comes in, it comes in with huge amounts of data. If you just take an adjuster, whether it is a property or, a, you know, your, your car insurance or um, any other kind, we, we mostly deal with property and casualty, which covers your um, auto, your car, your home and liability and all the other things. We don't cover the healthcare and work, workers' compensation. So we are more the property and casualty side. In, if you look at what a, an adjuster does on a daily basis, this is so important to understand because this is 
you know, this is where opportunities, you know, from a technology standpoint come in. The adjuster today on an average deals with about, I would say 100 to 150 claims per day. And each claim brings in almost 200 to 300 pages, documents, pages, and many different kinds of data. So if you are ever thinking about big data, this is the industry. They are looking at uh, third-party sources. They are looking at um, now, you know, you have the IoT devices, you have many other things, you know, all this data is being put together in the mind of an adjuster. And they're processing this, and then they have to make a decision of how much to pay. And, right. you know, um, you know that's, that's really where the, uh, the claims adjudication process and the settlement process come in. Mm -hmm. In this, the adjuster is the weak link. And the reason why is because of all the things I just mentioned, they have to go through multiple different kinds of data. So if you can imagine, this is a manual IoT. And this is completely a manual IoT. And they have to put all that together, make sense out of it. And remember, more importantly, it's, is, is to remember, what did they do 10 days ago? Did sure. this person break their roof 10 days ago and they're coming back again with the same story? Right. So it's not only important to comprehend and interpret the story, but it's also important to remember those patterns. And right. that's very, very hard for a human brain to, sure. to process. Sure. If you're skilled, if you are, you know, if you have tons of experience, maybe you will remember those patterns. You will see those patterns very commonly and you will spot them when it happens. Mm -hmm. But irrespective of that, you know, you have a volume of claims to deal with. And you also have new people that join in that don't have any training. Right. And claims is very, very emotional. They're basically investigators. Yeah. You know, if you think about, you know, like crime investigators or they're constantly looking for that MO and they have to be trained in that. And if you have somebody who's lost their home to a hurricane and you're on the, on the call, just imagine the psychological and the emotional pressure that you get. Cool. And if you're a novice, to put all your feelings aside and to, you know, to do the right things is very hard, is humanly, sometimes humanly impossible to see somebody crying on the other side and make a decision of, oh, no, I don't think you're, you're telling me the truth. I think you're misrepresenting. I'm not going to pay you. So that's very hard decisions. Those are hard decisions. But that's where Charlie comes in. If it is able to point out those insights, those patterns, and if it's able to predict certain things, by understanding and interpreting that story and converting that story into insights and presenting that to the adjusters, to the claims managers, to the uh, risk managers at the right time. I think that's really you know, going to save a lot of time. It will also prevent litigation because you can start mitigating on them a lot more uh, sooner in the process than waiting towards the end where you know, all the parties are are above a certain you know level to even uh, come in and have a decent discussion. So these are kind of things that are hidden, you know, in the story. And to take out those things from the story is is often hard. And that's what Charlie accomplishes here. So we are all about you know trying to avoid you know help companies, insurance companies avoid attorney and litigation because it is estimated that you know every year almost close to 20 percent 17 to 20 percent goes towards litigation expenses 
And that's like, you know, if you're paying a dollar, 20, you know, cents out of that goes towards litigation and you have other things as well. So if the company has to stay profitable, they have to make sure that, you know, claims don't stay open longer because that is vulnerable to litigation. And also you're fair, you know, you're fair to the, the promise that the contract is, uh, the, the insurance contract is a legal contract. So you're fair to that legal contract. And the second thing is the reserves, which is also important. Insurance companies make money on investments, not on your premiums. They invest your premiums. And a reserve is a financial transaction. You have, anytime a claim comes in, as soon as it's reported, a certain set of money is set aside for paying you. Mm -hmm. So that's where, you know, when you put aside that money, you cannot use it for anything else. You cannot invest that money. So it affects the profitability of the, of the insurance company. And again, that's where we come in. So Charlie does three things to extract insights for the claims managers so they can make decisions on who to assign those claims, how soon to assign those claims, what kind of characteristics or the MO does the claim represent. So if they know about those things well in advance, then they can make very important decisions on the workflows. Got it. So I'm just, I'm going to like very quickly go through uh, what Charlie does. So these are some claim documents, some claim files. Charlie interprets all the text the, um, using the natural language processing. It is able to extract all these things from whatever it may be. It may be an article on social media. It may be an article on a news media. It can be a document. It can be a report. It can be the claim, I would say the claim notes. That's what they call it, where the adjusters document the story. The moment you tell, okay, what happened? Tell me what happened in this incident. So you're, you're narrating the story and th those stories are captured in, the, in what we call as the claim notes. And that is a building block for understanding the MO. And that's what we are able to uh, pull together, interpret that and convert that into dashboards and predictions. So wow. at, at the end of the day, it's actionable because we do all these things in the background and all we are presenting to the insurance companies claims management team and the risk management team is a set of dashboards that can help them identify where and how to prioritize these claims, where to focus, where to put their focus, what are those important topics. I mean, you and me are familiar with social media. We are all about hashtags. Yep. What we do differently is, is we are creating those hashtags. Charlie is creating those hashtags from these difficult and very difficult to reach uh, text data that is hidden within all these sources of data. Got it. I mean, this, this you know, on a high level, I know you are still level, if I understand it correctly, you know, providing all these different insights into a, an actionable dashboard. I think it, it saves a lot of not only effort, hassle, uh, but also a lot of time and money uh, for any insurance company. And, uh, you know, I, I can feel the pain. Uh, this, this, you know, the term that you're using right now is for um, what's, what's the person's name or what's the role again? Adjuster. Adjuster. So, you know, I'm, I, I can feel the pain this adjuster has to go through every single uh, claim process because everything is actually dependent on how he or she processes it. And, you know, if they make a mistake, 
uh, of course the the you know the the company has to pay for it but uh, and and maybe they might need insurance for that as well <laughs> uh, but uh, they do okay all right maybe. yeah but you know i'm i'm really uh, interested to know a little bit more uh, you know i i see a lot of things happening on the fly in the back end uh, you know and and you also shown in one of the slides the the kind of accuracy you know about 70 to 80% you said is accurate um, you know what what happens in case it is not and you know what do we do about uh, those scenarios as well uh, love love to kind of have you know the the other side as well what happens about the manual work that is still involved and and is that something that you or at charlie.ai you guys are even looking at that or have you covered all the aspects end to end so we cover the most important part of delivering the insights to the claims the claims area okay now the ultimate thing is that the adjuster pretty much has to make decisions or the managers usually the managers are the ones that use these dashboards so that they can plan their workflows better to improve the workflow efficiencies and to reduce the costs and that's what and also to look at some of these prioritized items like if i give you 10 claims and if i tell you that these claims are predicted to go into litigation and you know i tell you that about 2 months in advance what are you going to do differently and that's the question we ask the managers and that's something you know the insurance companies need to uh, understand from ai ai is not uh, you know everything you know it's not the low all and behold kind of thing it has its limitations it has its restrictions and because we are also serving a regulated industry there is there are limitations to what an ai can do it. it can only point out the insights okay it's it's almost like um it's almost like a, a you know exercise regime if if you you have to ultimately do the exercise in order to feel healthy if right. somebody else is not going to do it for you they can probably tell you what your regime should be but you know they cannot do it for you so it's ultimately the insurance companies have to take the these actionable insights and implement them or operationalize them that's the most critical part and that is something that we cannot do we don't get involved we work with them and we work with them to to kind of go through the the uh, i would say operationalizing the dashboard operation operationalizing everything that we put in the all the insights that we put in the dashboard and that that is critical because you know they are the ones that are going to be using it they are the ones that are in front of the customer in consumers like you and uh, me you know when we have claims so they need to be confident of the ai so we often we often say that we are uh, you know the the best result you can get is when you combine human intelligence with artificial intelligence and that's that we stand by that all right uh, you know I, i know why don't you you know go through this and then you know i have a couple of questions that have been posted in the chat as well but let's let's go through the slide deck and maybe finish it sure so the last point i wanted to kind of uh, point out in this is that the when when predictions you know like people talk about machine learning and and ai and you know there are few things that come up you know how can you uh, trust machine learning to to do the right things you cannot you know when the traditional machine learning uses standard i would say characters or or variables and these are structured data they're looking at name age 
you know, gender, all these kind of what we call as structured attributes. Claims is more than 70% unstructured. So you can see already how much of human bias is happening. Right. And that's going to, if, if you want to, what we are attempting to do is to minimize that 70% and to make sure that the human that is responsible for making the decision on that claim and settling it fairly is able to rely on these insights, you know, because these insights are coming from the actual stories. So I again want to emphasize that natural language processing, use of natural language processing is, is very critical in the insurance because a lot of it is unstructured. And if you want to, I give the analogy of this, you know, if you go to a restaurant and let's say that the uh, restaurant, you know, has lost some customers, when you start to analyze on why, you know, you see that the memberships have come down. Now, unless and until you look at the reviews of the of these uh, patrons or the customers, you wouldn't know exactly why the numbers have come down. So the context is very important. Maybe some people are saying that, hey, you know, there were certain certain dishes like stale, and you know that's why I I don't want to come back. And if you don't understand that, okay, you know, there's some stale food, and complain of stale food, that's why you see the the numbers go down, and it's not the customer service. So you're going to make wrong decisions on, um, on saying that, okay, I'm going to fix the customer service perspective and not focus on what really was the issue behind the, the decline of the customers. So that context, you know, to the numbers is very important. And that's what Charlie brings in is that we are basically converting that unstructured insights into what machine can use to, to whether whether it is predicting or whether it's looking for patterns, whatever it is, these predictions need explanations and these predictions need a context. And that's what we are providing. So the uh, end users are very comfortable with the AI that they're using. And, and it's been developed by experts from the industry. So, you know, for a regulated industry, I would definitely encourage involving your domain experts because they are the key. Got it. Got it. And that's uh, all I had from the slides perspective. So sure, sure. Thank you. Thank you for this. Uh, you know, getting some uh, insights in in a in a form of data also is helpful. Now, a uh, couple of questions. Uh, you know, like Preeti is asking, do you have any some uh, do you have some AI use cases associated with the insurance brokers? I'm sure there are. You know, we are right now focused on the on the claim side. But we do, with what we do, we have gotten interest with taking the topics, you know, the insights that we, um, we are, uh, Charlie is able to extract from these are very relevant to the brokers as well. Because, you know, the brokers are today, they are siloed. They don't really understand. They are just there to bring the customers in. But let's say I sell an insurance to Varun and tomorrow something happens, you know, God forbid something happens to your um, uh, roof or something. And then, you know, you are unaware. Sometimes in some cases you are unaware of what happened. All you know is that, hey, you, you got this customer and this customer has a claim. And not all claims are bad claims. You know, yeah. I keep telling uh, people that no claims means no insurance. You know, then insurance becomes commodity. So claims are important, you know, as much as we don't want them, 
it is it is important to manage the expenses around it because claims is critical without claims there is no insurance and in order for you to sell that to a to a person like a broker who sells insurance it's very important to understand what really happened what right. you know and collect all that so we have cases where you know the uh, roof damages now the roof can damage because of a hurricane it can damage because of uh, some labor issues maybe when somebody was installing they didn't do a good job and maybe that's why you know so there are a lot of things that you can do to prevent claims and those come from the claims that have happened in the past so there is definitely a lot of use cases uh, around that there is insurances you know you can just take one line of business and you can find hundreds of use cases across all the different parties or stakeholders within the claim within the insurance company so there are lots got it got it uh, the next one it's uh, asking is it takes some time for ai to settle in how much time or how much data is needed before charlie becomes effective um that's i mean it you have to train especially because we used natural language processing so i'll give you examples if i say if i said okay in the claim if i said to you the roof was damaged and you have maybe another claim where somebody else says the roof was not damaged or there was no damage to the roof these two are completely different context so in for you to be able to train your hashtags what we call as hashtags because that is what we do we we take out these hashtags we take out this hashtag called roof damage now if you want to take that hashtag roof damage you have to exclude the person that says there was no damage to the roof and that takes training and that's where the domain experts come in we took almost 3 years we have trained charlie over close to about 45 million claims across six lines of business and today we own more than 50000 plus insights that we have trained like this so wow. impressive very impressive all right one more uh, does charlie work closely with iso the yes. rating agency we have the ability to interpret the iso reports as well great great and one more from the chat uh, how much does ai within the insurance industry assess clients individually versus commercially would you have so, that in charlie is mainly geared towards insurance companies it's not so much for the uh, consumers like you and me our intention with charlie is to enhance the offerings enhance the servicing of the insurance so that you as consumer can see the benefit if i can provide those insights and and the claims team can you know make decisions a lot more faster the claims cycle is reduced and you can get your claims a lot more sooner and the insurance company can keep the costs low without going into litigation my hope is that the insurance industry will ultimately be able to serve all of us better will they be, will be able to use that to provide you more discounts to also work with us in coming up with products that are needed for today's generation that is a huge gap i see i can tell you this 
you know, with without any, uh, you know, without even thinking about it is that there are, you know, several industries that have left insurance behind. If you take, for example, your um, the the uh, gig economy of the the uh, um, the Ubers and and the others, right? So just to start with, you know, the rental cars or the uh, um, uh, rent me cars, those kind of things. If you have certain technology in there and you actually have you know gotten into an accident, not many companies can actually bring all of the data you know, the telematics and, you know, so much, there's so much information today, but not many companies have trained staff to be able to interpret and process all that to make a good decision on the claims. So that's the big gap, you know, you're seeing is that the other industries have gone further, you know, further along and you have insurance that is still playing a catch up. So, you know, how do you, how do you get to that? You only get to that if you are able to take away some foundational things. I mean, these kind of things, you know, you have technologies. So I think, you know, it's it's uh, time for um, the industry to kind of implement these technologies to take away the basic problems, you know, not only for the consumers, but also for people working within the insurance industry. So things are frictionless and they move faster. And that's the way you attract the younger talent. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, uh, hearing all this, uh, one of the things that comes to my mind is you've already mentioned a lot of like challenges already, but I'm sure on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly basis, you see a lot of other challenges creep up and you constantly have to, you know, kind of revamp and revisit and and kind of, you know, change certain things. So if you can, uh, maybe share some of the high level, you know, some challenges that you or this industry faces and how do we fix it? So as an entrepreneur, you know, I would probably go back to the consumer I'm serving. And that's the insurance company. And I have to go back to their problems. It's not easy. You know, I cannot just blame it on the insurance company and say, oh, you know, they're so slow. They just don't know how to work with the insure techs. I would say it's, it's, it's a problem. You know, we, tr- we're, we're trying to get married. We're trying to understand each other. And it takes, it takes time. You know, it takes time for both companies to kind of, you know, come to the same ground, especially for insure techs like us. It's very important to understand this is a very regulated industry. You cannot just do what you want. You know, the, you, you will be in court. You know, the adjuster, whatever they put in those notes, they will be held accountable. If the case goes into court, all those things get pulled out. Everything will be looked at because it's a legal contract. So I think any any company that's coming in, you know, I- including the, the underwriting as well, you can't just raise the rates. You know, it's the rates are regulated in certain, you know, for certain types of insurance. It's regulated. But without that, you can't perform. My kids can't go to school because the school is covered by liability insurance. You know, you can't work in a company because your company covers you with workers' compensation. So everything that we do is, is, is impacting me as a consumer and me as an insure tech as well. So if we want to kind of level set this, we have to make sure that we understand each other's problems. And I think that's the key. The, the industry is facing quite a bit of things. Like the first thing is the skills gap. And that's huge. 
because you know you don't you don't see many youngsters really coming into and really wanting to join the industry and that's you know that's a i i guess an ongoing problem is it, it is an ongoing problem but it has to be fixed in numerous other ways you have to excite uh, the industry has to implement some new technologies so they excite people around the second thing is i think the industry has just started opening up to other industries so insurance is not siloed anymore you buy a product i want to i want to be covered by warranty so you go back to the manufacturers you know you go back to the people that are producing that product or service so your insurance is you know based on that it has it has to be closely aligned with that and i think that's a problem today it is there is a you know it's it's a i, I will leave it at that you know it's like i think that needs to happen that exactly. partnership needs to happen whether it is you know uh, uh, companies selling products or services if they can start thinking about what insurance is really good at they are very good at i would say determining the risk but they're not good at you know understanding what is that product i am a startup you know i am also covered by liability insurance i'm also covered by directors and officers i'm also covered by so many things you know so many other things that i need to have as a as a startup right the question is you know it would be nice for insurance companies to understand the uh, the different kind of um, products and services at each consumer level and i think that's happening that's beginning to happen um you know and and especially you see this with cars when you're buying a car you know you sometimes are getting your uh, car insurance right there you know tesla's tesla's basically covering their own insurance now so they're getting into this so i think we would want to see more of these the third thing is the rising expenses and severity and this is happening because of advanced technologies you know it's not the same when you have a toyota that gets into an accident versus a tesla that gets into an accident they're not the same severity you know it's it's more severe it's more expensive to fix a tesla car and than a you know a traditional toyota car or or a honda car so the severity is rising in terms of uh, technologies advanced technologies like this and also natural disasters which you know you cannot do anything about so there are these problems but i think it's um insurtechs like us are coming up and you know this is where we have a lot of opportunities to work with the industry got it got it you know well put and uh, so now you've also mentioned right the evolution that is going on and it has to evolve any technology uh, even even from a product perspective you know it has to evolve so where do you see what's the future like from from shree's perspective how how she sees this where do we see this going i would want to see more of those collaborative products i'm very excited about that you know if you are selling an iot product i want to see insurance embedded with that so i want to see more of embedded insurance i want i also want to see it um see it to where insurance is is becoming more of of your advisor they're not just coming to me to sell an insurance to renew the insurance or when there is a claim to fight with me for the payment but they're also with me in my journey you know if i'm a commercial if i'm a insurtech buying insurance i want them to come to me and say hey you know do you require if you do all these steps you will not probably get into bankruptcy 
if you do all these things, you know, you, you probably can prevent um, some of your directors going online and saying things that you're not supposed to say. So, you know, how do you prevent liability? How do you prevent a loss? And I think they have a huge part to play in that in terms of marketing to consumers, marketing to brokers, ma marketing to uh, agents and educating. So, you know, that education uh, can, can only happen if they collaborate with the companies, with the industries that they are serving. So I want to see more collaborative insurance. I don't know if there's a term like that, but that's that's where I'm excited. That's what I'm excited about. And I think cyber is is one area where that probably is going to happen a lot more faster because cyber is actually a coverage today that is offered as part of a business policy. Okay. And you know, for that to happen, I think the industry needs to understand a lot more than just resolving a claim because resolving a claim means understanding breaches, understanding, you know, a lot more technology. And that's going to, you know, that's going to really, uh, I would say, uh, enhance your relationship with the customer in trying understanding who is my customer. And I think that it all goes back to that. It all goes back to who is your customer? How can you be close to your customer? How can you understand your customer better? And you cannot do it all. So you have to work with some other partner with some other company so that that partner partnerships and collaboration is is where I'm betting insurance will go. Great, great. Uh, you know, keeping in mind the timeline, uh, you know, maybe last few comments and few few questions. But uh, on a on a side note, uh, you know, I want to know, Sri, yes, the entrepreneur or the CEO uh, is doing pretty well. But see, you know, Shri, the, the, the person who she is, she has a family, she has a lot other things to kind of, and, and I know, you know, you're not only just focused on your own work or your startup, but at the same time, you are into a lot of other causes as well. Uh, you know, for, for budding entrepreneurs, for budding uh, enthusiasts, uh, you know, I, I would love to hear a little bit more about how does that time management, the, the, the entire planning work and what would be your tips that you can maybe share with some of those new entrants or somebody who's already there but is struggling to kind of you know manage everything i don't want to sound like a mom here but you know i am a mom but i think i've understood the terms discipline you know so much more practicing it myself uh, when i used to hear it from my parents you know i never used to understand the the depth of this word. And now I understand it. I think this is the sole key word that is so important in, in my life. And I'm not going to say this is, this is going to be the same for you, but I, as an entrepreneur, I think that discipline is so important. You cannot neglect yourself. You cannot neglect your family. You cannot neglect your extended family, which is your company. And you cannot neglect the product. You cannot neglect your partners, customers, and your investors. So if you have to manage all these, I think discipline is key. It is key. So whatever that is, you know, whatever that, that moment is, you know, that whatever the thing that you want to do throughout the day, have some discipline. You know, it, it's, it's so important. It's so important to eat on time. It's so important to have your walks. It's so important to do the things that you believe in. And, you know, it, that brings a sense of, accountability and responsibility, you know, in, in terms of uh, running a company, running a family, 
And I think, you know, there's a lot of parallels you can draw from running a family to running a company. And, you know, that's that's where I I rely on, you know, it's there's a lot I learn from running the family and applying that, you know, towards the company. And there's a lot I learn the other way around as well. You know, it's it's like it's like this, you know, you and me know this, you know, it's uh, with kids, you can't tell them what to do. (laughs) You can only influence them because they don't learn from what you say. They learn from what you do. So that's that's what I practice and preach. You know, it's so important to be disciplined. I think that's key and that's important. And it's also important to be with yourself. You know, don't always think that you, it's it's being lonely. No, it's not. I'm very happy with my company. If you put me with myself for some time, I'm very happy by myself. Um, and that's key to understand why. It's not because I don't like social I love it. You know, I love to have people over. I love to cook. I love to do that. But there's in in those quiet moments, you know, when I'm with myself, is the time when I plan what is the most important thing? What am I going to focus on? It's those times when I develop that kind of focus that, you know, the Indian mythology stories have always talked about. So that focus comes from discipline. That focus comes from perseverance that focus also comes from being with yourself it's it's very important these are three things that are key to me how you get this is not important you can get it you can you can get it from jumping on a treadmill and and running you can get it from anywhere you can just get it from you know running for a cause and i get it from being in nature i get it from being with you know being in redwoods i love redwoods and you know it's like Every time I go there, I, I tell my husband, I'm back home because that's where I feel home. And right. I don't know what it is, but that's where I draw. You know, I go there, I come back very creative. Things that take me two hours, takes me like five minutes. So I think you need to find what that is for you. I cannot advise, you know, people on that. But I do say, you know, whatever that that path is, you know, that path has to be a selfless path, you know. That's more important. Entrepreneurship is 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 all is all about is all about that. You know, it's a, it's all about being selfless, and you know, it's not just about making wealth. It's about growing as a person, and that's for me. That's the most important takeaway. Great, uh, great, great insights, Sri. Uh, you know, one of the most important questions, uh, and I saw that a couple of times uh, in the chat as well. How do we get in touch with Sri? You know, we've discussed everything, we've we've shared all the details, but if somebody wants to, like Preeti wants to, definitely get in touch with you. How can she or how can anybody get in touch with you? You can find me on LinkedIn. I just go by Sri Ramaswamy and search by Charlie You will find me. Definitely, you know, LinkedIn is a place I hang out quite a bit. And, you know, even in my uh, quiet times, you know, I'm there. I'm trying to figure out what people are saying. You know, like I said, it all goes back to the to why we started uh, Charlie.ai. You know, it's, it's very important for me to understand what everybody is saying and how people are thinking. And so that goes back to staying in touch on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is critical for me. And I also, I can be found on um, I guess my email is Sri SRI underscore Ramaswamy at charlie.ai. So you can find me there. 
you can go to my website, charlie.ai, and find me there as well. The email is, is listed there as well. And, uh, you know, right now, Twitter is more my personal thing. <laughs> we, okay. You know, and, and if you want to follow my causes, I say follow me on Twitter as well. Um, right. That's Ramaswamy underscore Sri. That's where you come to know what I really, really believe in. My personal beliefs and my personal fight. Right. And that's why, you know, in the initial part of the conversation, I did mention, you know, uh, it's not easy uh, being, you know, aware of what's happening in your community and following that at the same time, running a company, running a family, um, you know, and, and I would say, you know, uh, at the very end, uh, kudos to your family as well, as special mention to your spouse, because I am sure, you know, uh, it, it takes an army. Uh, you know, to to run a company for sure. And with a family, with especially being in this country, uh, you know, it is uh, added, you know, responsibilities and whatnot. So kudos to to your spouse as well. And I'm sure, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, great thing, amazing things, you know, in the future that charlie.ai will uh, bring in. And I'm really excited to see, you know, the kind of journey you've led. Uh, and this is uh, like normally I, I generally I use this that this is just the beginning. Uh, you know, I have seen I've been following, uh, you know, your your transition from uh, Infolytics to the the Charlie and, you know, the way you've been doing it even on, on LinkedIn. And yes, uh, anybody who wants to connect, I think LinkedIn would because I see a lot of, uh, you know, activity, uh, you know, on LinkedIn. And I think LinkedIn is one of the best places. Uh, for any kind of, uh, you know, a person who is hungry about technology to hang out uh, because you get to see a lot of uh, amazing stuff being done on LinkedIn, shared by people who have really, you know, achieved a lot of success. Uh, but also, you know, you also learn from some of the failures because most of the entrepreneurs, just like Sri, they don't shy away from sharing even their failures as well and some of the things that can help bring uh you know better uh, you know enhancements or betterments to anybody else so um at, at the end of it all i can say shri thank you so much for this time i am really really humbled to have you as uh, one of the uh, you know speakers on the podcast and i'm glad that you know a lot of insights were shared and i'm sure this is just the beginning we will definitely do you know a few more in the near future where i would love to see you know what new enhancements new advancements charlie.ai has uh you know to share uh so before we end anything else you would love to say or share with all the people well, i was going to say that if you wanted we could we should uh, probably have a day session on failures I can talk. I can talk about you know the list of failures that we've been through. But I, I'm I'm a believer. I'm very very positive by nature, you know, and I'm always you know a believer in in moving on, learning and moving on. My grandpa told me this that it's the the day you you stop learning will be in your grave, you know that that is what I carry with me in my heart. So I you know turn all these into learnings every day. I'm like okay, it's it's a learning and move on. So I think, you know, failures are important. It's very yeah. important because it gives you a, a true perspective of what you really want. What is it that you really want to focus on? And it helps you, you know, stay, I would say, stay on the momentum and, and stay um, abreast with everything that's happening. So it's important. And uh, my parting thoughts are, thank you so much. I think this this is a podcast, this is a medium 
that many entrepreneurs like myself would love to kind of have and, you know, come in frequently as well. So I will definitely pass this on to many others that are, that would be interested to, uh, to come on your show. That'll be, that'll be awesome. All right, guys. So that was uh, Sri Ramaswamy from charlie.ai. Um, we will have another amazing speaker next week. We will continue this. If you have any kind of questions for Sri, uh, you know where to reach her uh, and do visit her website, charlie.ai. And if you have any kind of comments, suggestions, uh, anything that you want to pass along, feel free to do that. Uh, you know where to reach out to me as well. Uh, and uh, do follow uh, you know, the Twitter handle. Yes, of course. I also have a lot of other things that happen on my Twitter handle. But at the same time, you, know, you could connect with me both on LinkedIn as well as uh, Twitter. All right. Looking forward to the next one. And thank you once again. And see you guys. Be safe and stay healthy. Bye now. Thank you.